This is Jewish Board Talk with Cherie Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. Slovaville is an informal settlement in Soweto, situated far from shops, healthcare and schools. It is a poor community in desperate need of help. It is here where the power couple of Linda and Kyle forcing the bar to have their organization, Sibabisani, has stepped in to help. They are working with the Sloverville community leader, Mr. Luke Sitole, to build the community. I'm delighted to have all three as my guests join me now. Um, Mr. Sitole, uh, can you tell me a little bit about Sloverville? Sloverville is an informal settlement which was founded in 2020. So we are now about three years. We are going to be three years in that place. It's a very big, big community that has occupied uh, about 72 hectares of land with uh, 9,000 house, houses that are built there, which are sheds, temporary houses, and about 10,000 individuals that I'm counting children and, and that are living in that place. But now the place, it's, it's a... It's very awkward because there are no sanitation, there are no facilities that can develop the community. So we are praying and hoping that the government will intervene, including Bata's uh, organizations and, and their friends. They will come and assist the community to build the community. So perhaps you can bring Linda and Kyle Fawcett in here. I mean, obviously, you have, Linda, we've spoken before about your Sibabisani organization. How did you come to Sloverville? Firstly, I would like to take this opportunity to extend my gratitude to the Engine Network SA and the South African Jewish Board of Deputies. Knowing that we are in a time of financial stability, your donation is extra special to us. And thank you for your generous financial support during this difficult time. Um, our, our, our core focus is project that will assist our country and continent to gain greater shared knowledge and about humanitarian food aid, gender-based violence, uh, and to strengthen skill development and increase local participation in preserving and sustaining the use of the earth bio- biological nature asset and resources and support economy value of our communities. All our projects and needs driven. Every week we embark on a mission to feed thousands of people with limited means and we really appreciate the support that we get from the Engine Network and the South African Jewish Board of Deputies. Um, Slovaville is an informal settlement that we have identified in the year of 2021 and we started to work with it 2021 up until today. We provide food aid, we provide sanitary pets, we provide hot meals, we host daily soup kitchens, working together with uh, Mr. Lucas Tissitole to improve the lives of uh, people of Slovoville. Slovoville is an informal settlement that is far away from things. It uh, does not have ECD, does not have uh, a lot of things that are needed in the community. So we saw the need and we saw the gap for us to enter and to work together with the community in developing the lives of people of the Slovoville. Just to go back to Mr. Sitole, um, when you spoke about, and Linda's referring to it, it's a new one. Um, Linda learned about it in 2021. How does a settlement form? What are the processes in 10,000 people in 2020 coming together and deciding this is, this is where we're going to build? 
Look, since you'll understand that in South Africa, there's a shortage of land. And so many people are desperate to have homes which are not materializing even if they apply for RTP opportunities. So now for every space that is vacant, so old political leaders, they took a stand and informed people to come and invade the land. Actually, the land was invaded. As it was invaded, the community grows from there because you can tell by the number that, that so many people are desperate to have homes. Unfortunately, it is not the land that is, well, the feasibility studies were done on it. So it's just a land grab, an opportunity for those who cannot afford houses, the so-called low-cost housing and bond housing, to have an opportunity and build their homes there. With the hope that the government will formalize the informal settlement, which is in the process now. So it is in the process, because you said it started in 2020, which of course was the height of COVID, so it must have been difficult times yes. generally. How Fawse, um, I have visited Sloverville. It was one of the Jewish Board of Deputies projects that we uh, went to on Mandela Day. Um, the, the soup kitchen that you've started is just the beginning of what you want to do. Tell me a little bit about it. So from the beginning, we started off doing it um, once off. So we saw the need to do it regularly. And we thought maybe we we're going to focus on kids. And then we realized that, no, even the adults actually need extra help. So we started including them by giving food hampers to cook for the kids because we can't just give them food at the center and then they go home to stuff. So we would give the parents food hampers secondhand clothes, blankets, because now they're staying in a tin house. Tin house can be very, very, very cold at winter. So we saw the need for them to get blankets. So now our aim is to feed the kids five times a week. That is after school. Because remember, kids would go to school without breakfast. Lucky enough, they get something from school government schools, um, they do have feeding schemes. But then once they come back home, there's nothing in the house. So if we will be able to provide for them after school meals that can last them until they go to bed, that will be one step a success for us. Now, the challenge is we are doing the little that we are doing. But the truth be told is we need extra help because now food is expensive. Although now us, the Sabambi Center Foundation and Mr. Sitole are now in a progress of doing food gardening that will actually sustain the soup kitchen so that we don't have to buy everything from the stores. Like I said, food is quite expensive. So now we are out of resources. We have limited resources to say. So now it's a matter of saying to the listeners, if you know or if you are able to assist us, please do reach out. You can find us in all the social platforms, which is Mambi Center Foundation. And we are also on the website if you would like to do the work, that, to see the work that we've already been doing. It's www.mambisenefoundation.org. And we are also on Becca Buddy. And you'll find all our account details there. 
please do reach out. And if you do know somebody who is willing to assist but does not know where to start, please do refer them to us because in order to achieve all the things that we are wanting to do, for example, we've already registered an ECD for the place. It's just a matter of getting resources and getting started because this place is far from all the facilities. There's no ECD there. There's no healthcare there. So there's really a lot to be done. There is no electricity. There's just a lot. So if we will be getting enough resources and assistance, then there can be a lot done in this place. If anybody didn't get those details from Khaofosa, of course I've got it, and it's a project that the, the board and the Angel Network are supporting as well. Um, Mrs. Setoli, you spoke about 10,000 people. When we were there, it looked it looked like as a real sense of community, though. I mean, obviously, the women and children there, they weren't men, uh, if I remember correctly, or, not, or the men were elderly. Do you get, I mean, what is the sense of community? When you spoke and addressed them, you were referred to as community leader. What is it like leading a community like that? It's a challenging task because most of the people tend to look upon you solutions, whatever solutions. So we try to think out of the box. We try to involve the community. Currently, uh, what I've done, I'm busy with, I'm busy with a stock fell, though we want to register also an NGO to work in collaboration with uh, the Masbambisane, but it will take a different approach to be self-empowered. We need entrepreneurs. We need to educate people to use their talents and hands to self-sustain themselves. Because yes, it's good to, to, to get those helps from donations and whatever, but we also have to participate with the little that we have to make sure that we make means to grow those things. We need things like chicken broidering as we are coming with the farming, which we spoke, which Khaufas uh, has spoken about. Uh, but we need also more things like solar panels, solar lights. Also, thinking about that, we need to include the community itself to participate. So it will be a collaborative effort to change one's life. A collaborating effort, um, Mr. Satole. Linda, you've worked with so many different communities. I know Sibabisani serves the inner city homeless people. Alex, uh, you go where you are needed. Um, how does one break the, the cycle of poverty? To be quite honest with you, Sharice, it's not easy, but we are thankful uh, for this um, calling to serve our people and to serve the community at large. Uh, as for now, our main focus is to assist the community of Slovoville to grow further. As Mr. Stoller is mentioning the issue of farming, our wish now is to also have a garden that uh, will uh, sustain our soup kitchen and also that will sustain the, actually the community itself. And our wish is to educate each household to start their own food garden to uh, choose the, the poverty within the area and also to, 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 to make those community members to be contributing members of the society by becoming independently so. So that is our, that is our focus. Obviously we've worked with a number of communities but Slovoville was one of those communities that touched our hearts and mind. And we thought that this is, is it's very much important of us 
intervening there and assisting the community. And of course, we've got a lot of plans for it and we are very, very thankful for the support that we receive from the Jewish community. We are, really, we are thankful for it, even though we need more, but we are thankful for what we're getting. Mr. Sitole, you said that um, the land there wasn't an issue and indeed it can be developed. How far are you with government recognition and what will the implications of that be for you? I think a few weeks, few weeks back, uh, we've seen uh, housing, we've managed to lobby housing actually to come and do audit and verification, which is the first step because they have to verify that indeed there are people who are living there and how many are they so that they can approach uh, the relevant people or stakeholders who claim the land to belong to them and convince them that there is no way that they can uh, evacuate people there or evict people from that place. So that process is yielding positive results. Uh, We are just waiting upon the response now, especially on the side of the still water mine to give us, to give the Department of Housing a green light or to give the land to the Department of Housing as they have promised. So once they've done that, then we are sure that the second step will come where town planning will be done and people will be properly allocated those uh, houses or land to build their houses. Then we'll take it from there on the process of building the house. But I just want to say something on, on, on breaking the cycle of poverty. You know, Sharice, it is through the ownership of something that you can break the, the cycle of, of poverty. Yes, we'll be owning houses, but as I've said, I want to stress, we also need to build the capacity of entrepreneurs within the community so that we can break the cycle of poverty. I think that's a fundamental thing to do within the community. I agree. Um, Khao Fosa, I will give you the last word. And that is, in terms of your outreach that you've been working together with Linda, what do you get back from doing it? get that question a lot actually (laughs) and I don't want to say we get nothing because then we get the fulfillment the fulfillment of seeing that you are making a difference in somebody's life just seeing those little kids walking out full with a smile knowing that they're not going to sleep hungry that is the fulfillment that we are getting and that is more than enough for us if we can see our people being more independent, if we see our people being mentally stable, because to be honest with you, if you are not able to provide for your kids and they're always hungry and they're whining, you get frustrated and you tend to take out the anger on them. And that causes a lot of in social justices. Um, I don't want to go deep into that, but there's a lot that we are getting back by helping other people. Just to hear them say, God bless you, thank you, is more than enough for us. And if we can achieve all of those things that we are wishing to do, then that will be even better.
Well, to all three of you, thank you for joining me. Linda, who is the founder of Subabisane, Khawakosa, who is the public relations manager, and to Mr. Luke Sitole, who is the community leader of Sloverville. Thanks to the three of you for joining me and, and sharing more. And if anybody would like uh, Linda and Khawakosa's details, um, you're welcome to contact me or, of course, the Angel Network. So thank you very much, guys. Thank, thank you for so having us. Much.